said Norman. Really, I was very impressed and tickled, she said, her eyes growing wide. Of course, there was some machiney writing, numbers mainly, but I guess that's to be expected. Norman stopped eating his pancakes and looked at his mother. He loved his mother. He had to admit, to his innermost self anyway, that he loved his mother. How could he not help but love her? knowing as he did how she had met his father in college when she was Norma Peasley Knapp, and his father was a young man who knew where he was going with a captain of industry name, Orman Norman. How cute everyone had thought it was that someday she might be Mrs. Norma Norman. It was fate, written in the stars, they said, and it was written in the stars, for they did marry, and when a baby had come along and it was a boy, well then, it could only be named Norman. Fate again. And now she was his mother. For all of this, he loved her. However, there were moments like this one when Norman wished that his mother would just get to the point. Mother, what do the numbers say? Well, dear, that is just what I was getting to. The numbers indicate, that is, your father and I feel that, seeing these numbers in relation to, well, the numbers would seem to be a little, Mom, I bombed on the test, right? Well, dear, bombed is such a harsh, such a violent word. And you know I don't like anything to do with explosives. You know that. No, no, you mustn't think you bombed. Norman skewered a portion of pancake. Okay, I stunk, I stinked, I stank, I blew it, I choked, I crapped out. Norman! Norman could not help it. Tears came into his eyes. His mother reached her arms across the kitchen table and grasped Norman's syrupy hands. Norman, this is what I wanted to tell you. Your father and I have decided that because your numbers are, well, abysmal, in an abyss, as low as you can go, not super duper super high, well, your father and I have decided to, well, what I mean is, your father is home now and would like to discuss everything with you in his study. He's waiting for you. Norman's brow furrowed darkly. He pulled his sticky hands from his mother's wet grasp and stood up from his chair. Listen to what your father says, darlingest, and then you'll feel better. Her eyes widened a smidgen more, entreating. Oodles better. Oodles better? said Norman to himself as he walked along the hall to his father's study. Oodles better? Oodles better. Oodles better. Oodles badoodles better. Oodles better. Oodles better. Ooh. He approached his father's study door quietly and knocked. Come in, Norman, sounded his father's booming voice. Norman pushed open the heavy door to the study, a room he was very rarely allowed in. He stepped in and looked around. It was not a pretty room, 
nor was it a cozy room. A large black metal desk stood in its center, facing away from the French doors leading to the backyard. No bookshelves lined the walls, only mismatched metal filing cabinets, a heavy green safe, and, opposite the desk, a couple of vinyl armchairs. A large fluorescent ceiling fixture cast a minty shimmer over the metal furnishings. The scent of drugstore aftershave hung in the air. The thick, whitish shag carpet, which went wall to wall, hushed the faint whistle of the fluorescent light but did little to dampen the whining of a toy bomber that buzzed around at the end of a stick, creating a kind of mechanical halo two feet above Norman's father's benevolently beaming face. Come in, come in, come in, said Orman Norman, putting aside some papers. Come in, this isn't going to hurt. Norman's